The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free community website at enjin.com. How you doing? Uh, I didn't sound good. So, okay. I had one of those days at work that I can only describe as um, not rolling a boulder uphill, but stopping <laughs> but stopping a million tiny marbles from rolling downhill. Wow. That has been my day at work. I am exhausted. I am beat down. And I am very ready to talk about Star Citizen. <laughs> well, good. How are you I'm, doing? I am doing well. Thank you so much for asking. Um, <laughs> we are Those Guys With Ships, and this is episode 63 of the Versecast, the best damn Star Citizen podcast. It's good to be back, Jimmy. Back from a nice walkabout in the desert, feeling good. You were missed. Fresh. Ow, jeez. Whoa, you are right there? Well, the, the studio is very small. I have to be careful how much flailing I do. Um, <laughs> Stop flailing about Yes, um, and uh, uh, on the way back from the desert, got got a chance to actually meet you, Mister Jimmy Kroger, right? Live and real life person. Um, it was very nice. Mrs. Gleep approves. Uh, our future play dates are now officially sanctioned. Very nice. So, um, thank you for uh, making the time out of your day uh, to uh, to uh, hook up with us uh, near the freeway and uh, um, some lovely Thai food. That was a that was a delightful salad I had. Mrs. Gleep is is a delightful, delightful lady. Um, you uh, you absolutely married up, as did I, as did I. Oh, um, but uh, no, it was it real. It was really nice. It was really nice to to put a name uh, or put a face to a name. And you know, it's funny. Um, I we talked a little bit about it over lunch. Um, but the communities that I've played games in, um, from Star Wars Galaxies to World of Warcraft. Um, to Guild Wars, um, you, you really kind of start to form a connection with people when, when you play with them a lot or when you're involved with them a lot in a community. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, meeting you, it was, it was just basically the same as, as when, we, when we chat, you know, for the show and when we're online gaming. It's, you know, it's, it, you get to know people. There's a certain amount of, like, you know, best behavior for a while, but over the course of time... Yeah. The, the the truer nature of people start to emerge and, and you start to kind of see what people are really all about and you know you you've always been you know just just a joy to be involved in a community with um, I know shucks. Shucks. But meeting you in person, it was it's it was like the same thing. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't any like difference or any weirdness. Um, and I've found that to be consistently true with the people that I, I gravitate towards in gaming communities. Um, my wife being a perfect example, you know, I met her playing Star Wars Galaxies online. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have friends to this day, that, that good friends that live all over the world that I met through Galaxies, that I met through World of Warcraft. We had uh, some people that came out to our wedding. We got married. The missus and I basically ran away to Mexico to get married. Uh-huh. And we told our family, we said, everybody's invited. Come or don't. And we actually had a couple of our uh, guild members from World of Warcraft come out, and they were just oh, that's neat. Yeah, they were, it was a married couple, and they were just the nicest people like ever. And we'd never met them in person, um, so I really enjoy that. And I had a really nice time, and, and I really like meeting Mrs. Gleep. And I'm really looking forward to um, yeah, maybe uh, CitizenCon. You and I doing some more hanging out. Yeah, yeah, I I, um, I, I am too. It was uh, it was it was a good time. So. Um. Looking forward to that. And speaking of events uh, where guys with ships can possibly congregate, uh, we have a concierge pop-up event coming. We do. Excitement. I has it. It is? 
Yes. Now, um, it's it's coming to a CIG office near you on Friday, March 4th. And did you get your RSVP in? I did, yes. You did? Okay, good. Because I was looking at that thread uh, a few moments ago, and I saw that they had locked it. So I was hoping that you were able to get it in. So. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I um, You sent me that email, and I went and, and opened up my, my mail client. And I saw your email, and I saw my email as well, the direct email to me. Um, mm-hmm. So I immediately um, jumped into the um, immediately jumped into the uh, the thread and said, "Yeah, no, totally going." And uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm super excited. It's great. It's the first opportunity to actually use the concierge uh, card, and uh, yeah, it'll be uh, here somewhere in LA. They haven't uh, announced where yet, uh, which makes sense. They'll probably wait till the last minute um, to announce in all the different locations. Now they're doing this in. Los Angeles, they're doing it in Austin, uh, they're doing it in London, and are they doing it in Germany? I, I, for, I forgot the check. They're doing Frankfurt and Manchester. Frankfurt and Manchester. Okay, so yeah, so they're doing, so basically all four primary offices are, are doing this happy hour. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's going to be three happy hours, can, back to back to back. Oh, That's I'm pretty cool. so excited. I'm going to have so much fun. Yeah, I'm jelly. Totes jelly. Uh, There's already a few people that um, I saw that said they were going that were from L.A. whose names I recognized from Twitter. Um, Lethality being one of them. And so I'm really I'm really interested in I'm I'm interested in meeting Lethality because um, he's been a very vocal proponent of Star Citizen. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where you know he's been he's been like like fighting the battle like I, I don't I don't fight the battle I don't you know I don't deal with you know trolls on the internet and you know it can be frustrating to see those people um, you know just really being nasty um, but I don't get involved with that stuff I don't have the time the energy or the patience and I just don't care um, but lethality I've been watching him and he he fights the good fight and he's a smart cat um, he he makes good points and he's not afraid to um, you know. To grab a shield and, and take some hits. Yeah, yeah. So well, I'm I'm interested in meeting him. Cool. Yeah. Well, it was it was a real um, a real positive experience uh, hooking up with um, uh, with you in person and um, looking forward to uh, uh, if uh, not before uh, at CitizenCon uh, meeting some more uh, guys with ships and and other just you know fans of the game. So it's a it's a good thing and yeah. And, uh, uh, looking forward to to uh, hearing your report from uh, this first, which they they say it's the first of of, uh, of more to come uh, pop up events. I'm not sure what a yeah. pop up event is. I mean, I I think of pop up as like you know those books where you would like open it and there would be wow look there's a castle. Wow, you know. <laughs> I I have a feeling that um, if this is successful that they'll be doing more of these happy hours. I'm not really sure what it's going to be about. I mean. You know, on the one hand, it, it could probably just be very casual and there won't be a whole lot of talking about the game, just kind of drinking and getting to know people. But I doubt that. I'm sure there'll be a lot of talking about the game, too. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we, we, when we had lunch, we we did talk about the game like hardly at all. Yeah, 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 which, totally. Which was interesting. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I'm, I'm guessing, especially because uh, these are going to be a lot of people meeting each other that don't actually have... Uh, don't know each other, right, so right, I mean, right. what they what they have in common at this point is uh, is the game. Yep. But um, and they they said in the um, in the email that there are going to be staff from uh, from each of the offices. So um, don't know if uh, if CR will be there, but I'm guessing uh, in Santa Monica or in, I'm sorry in LA now, um, there'll you know Ben and Disco will be there. And, and really, when you get down to it, you know, apart from Sean Tracy, who else do you need? No, no. Well, ho- hopefully Mrs. Ben is there. I like her. She's she's pretty cool. Yes, yes, yes. Um, um, Alexis yes. is also very Alexis. cool. She she's the one responsible for the Puglisi collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I um, I've I've <laughs> had a couple of very very brief conversations with Alexis, um, and I follow her on Twitter. I follow Ben on Twitter, um, and they they're they're just delightful. So I'm looking forward to talking to Alexa a little bit more. I met her very briefly on the tour. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to talking to her more and Ben. Um, and uh, it'd be nice to actually uh, sit and talk to Lando a little bit since he never, ever, ever, ever replies to me on Twitter. That's right, Lando. You never reply to me on Twitter. Never. None times has he replied. Ever. Why do you hate me? Yeah. Disco, why do you hate me? <laughs> why, why, why not love Disco? It's so much easier. You know, it takes fewer muscles. I promise I'll call you Jared more if you actually reply to my, my tweets every once in a while. Well, um, speaking of Star Citizen, what is the topic on everybody's mind right now? 2.2, 2.2, 2.2, 2.2, 2.2, 2.2, 2.2, 2.2, 2.2, 2.2, 2.2, 2.2, 2.2, 2.2, 2.2, 2.2, 2.2, 2.2, 2.2, 2.2, 
two, which is interesting two. because today is two twenty-two. So you would think that be the perfect day to release two point two. You would think, and no, 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 none yet. Um, but uh, we are. Um, um, I am checking frequently, as in constantly. And um, uh, there's going to be a lot of really cool stuff included in this update. We'll talk about the deets later in the show. But until then, like Tom Petty said, the way AAAA team is the hardest part. Listen, every every time I've been invited, I've done my due diligence. I've bug reported like a fiend. You do. I do. I do. I do my my business. I do my due diligence. So CIG, get me in that first wave, baby. Come on now. You, you you never know. You might you might well could be. I'm going to spend the whole episode talking to people at CIG like they actually listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> How frightening would that be? That would be scary. I, I just you just see like a, a truck backing up and just like unloading a whole pile of cease and desists. <laughs> yeah, totally. You, you, you guys stop that. All right. Well, um, we do. Um, it's uh, though we are all waiting with bait. I'm not sure what bated breath is, but um, uh, one of those weird old timey sayings. Yeah, you, you need to take a mint to that. But anyway, apart from uh, waiting with bated breath for the 2.2, uh, there's some other cool stuff that has, <clears throat> excuse me, come out uh, from CIG in the official contents this week or since last week, or actually since two weeks ago um, because we weren't here last week. We were we were celebrating President's Day proper like we should. Mm-hmm. The presidents were proud that, you know, we took the day off from our podcast, although some of us had to work. <laughs> uh, work. Sorry. Um, so uh, around the verse uh, this last week, um, as of Thursday, uh, 2.2 was almost ready. It was almost ready last Thursday, and here it is Monday, oh, and close. no. No, they. Um, I don't know if you saw um, Disco's post of the Tomato Men. Um, I guess that was a, a, a curious bug. Did you see that one? No, I didn't see that one. Yeah, what, you, what know, you, you know, you know the um, uh, the replace me uh, sphere. Yeah, that, you know, it's like a placeholder for stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, characters were were spawning with wearing these gigantic uh, replace me spheres. So wow, they were like t- Tomato Men. It's like a so. it's like a rave. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But so they 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 wanted to f- address that before uh, before pushing it out, and I can understand that. I was just picturing like a dead mouse, uh, you know, hat on, you know, big giant round dead mouse, you know, DJ dead mouse. There, there. I do know the dead yes. mouse. He has X's in his eyes and yes. he's drawing flies. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, also in the ATV this week, uh, there was an interview with Adrian. Uh, I'm bananaing. Adrian. Um, and yes. uh, in that interview, they let us know that the Asperia Prowler is now on hold until the Tavaran race has been more fully concepted. Yeah. I mean, I know they had talked about that. <laughs> it sounds so frustrated. It was, and I'm not, I'm not even going to get one of these. I mean, I think uh, Mad Cow um, uh, Mark want, wants one of these or is interested in one okay. of these. Because um, it's, you know, it's a boarding ship. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so, I mean, it's perfect for black guard types. Uh, but um, uh, they've been talking about it, and it's such, it's such an intriguing concept. Because you remember when they leaked all those assets, there was the, the Vandal boarding ship that looked like a giant tick. Right, right, right. You know, so um, really, you know, sort of uh, um, uh, curious what this thing is going to look like, what the boarding mechanic is going to be like. But um, I guess it sort of makes sense, you know, that this is a Tavaran ship. And, you know, so what about these Tavaran? What are they like? Yeah, uh, no, I, was, I don't know. I was going to say, that's yeah, that's got to exactly be the problem. Because if you think about it, um, you know, designing cockpits for humans is relatively easy. They're, they've got that locked down. Uh, de- designing the cockpits for the Xeon, uh, they've got that worked out. We know that for the most part they kind of lay down and they're, they're almost like riding a motorcycle. Um, and we also know that the Xeon is, are, you know, like eight, nine feet tall. You know, so with, can I ask the Vandal? Aren't the Vandal the tall ones? Oh wait, Vandal. Sorry. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's been a long day. Um, I don't. I don't think we've had a Xeon ship. I think the Scout coming up. Yeah. Is no. Going no. I meant. Be... I completely meant Vandal. Um, apologize. Redacted. <laughs> um, so the, the Vandal. We we know what their cockpit looks like. Their the characters have basically been designed. Um, even though we, we haven't seen them as you know freestanding NPCs. Um, they they have a design concept for that and how that relates to their cockpit. 
if they have nothing on the Tavarin yet or and nothing on the Xi'an, um, then yeah, how how do you design a cockpit for a race that you know you don't know how tall they are, you don't know how wide they are, you don't know what their stance is. So it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, so minor disappointment, but that's that's okay. Um, we we will get it when it's ready. Um, and so I was going to ask you: Have you ever failed uh, when trying to explain to someone what Star Citizen is? No, usually. So it, it, I, I've been in one of two situations. Wrong answer. Wrong. Wrong, wrong answer. <laughs> well, here, just briefly, I've been in one of two situations. I've been in a situation where I've I've explained the game, and it's not the easiest thing in the world to do. Um, right. And then I've also been in situations where I've just been like. It's a space sim. There's a lot about it. Uh, remind me a different day to tell you about it. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's not the easiest thing to explain. Um, I, I will say one of the things I do say is it's the largest crowdfunded anything in the history of anything, which gets people's mm-hmm. attention. Um, but yeah, yeah it, it, generally speaking, it's not the easiest thing to explain. Well, because there's no other game where you can say, well, well, hey, did you ever play Call of Duty, you know, 75? Right, right, well, right. Call of Duty 76 is kind of the same, except the uniforms are different. Right. You know, so. Um, but anyway, um, if you if you out there in podcast land have ever had a difficult time trying to explain to a friend what Star Citizen is, fear no more. No, fail no more. Uh, the MVP this week in Around the Verse was Ghost uh, for his 18-minute video, What is Star Citizen? The Full Explanation. And it's a, it's a very uh, very cool video. I'll post a link to it in the show notes. So um, I think that in conjunction with the, um, with the uh, Imagine trailer. Uh, um, and who was, who was the guy that did that? Um, something 100. What's the guy's name? He has since moved on and is doing other things in his life other than video content, I believe. But anyway, those two, I think those two... Isn't it like year 100, I think? Yes, that's it, that's it. Those two videos, I think the Imagine trailer does a really good a good job of expressing the idea of playing your imagination. Yeah, um, and I think the um, uh, that this uh, video, uh, what is Star Citizen, does a pretty good uh, job of explaining how it's going to happen. So. There's there's a few of these floating around, um, and uh, and they're pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I think I think so, and it's you know it is uh, yet another testament to uh, the Star C- Star Citizen backer community um, mm-hmm. and uh, the love for the game that is out there. So true story. And um, at the end of Around the Verse, if you watch through to the very end, past the credits, mind you, um, and you get you will get to a short of sorts, sort of a short film of sorts, called Bad Benny by Decoy Drone. Now, uh, Jimmy, have you seen this? I did. So art house, so very and art house. What? Yeah. What do you What do you think? Uh, uh, I watched it, and I'm not I'm not the lore master. Uh, you're the lore master. I, I was watching this going. I bet you this has some uh, this has some lore components in it. Um, none that I caught readily, um, but okay. I did only watch it once. I, I do want to actually sit down and watch it again with a little bit more attention to detail. Um, I what I did get out of it was it was very artsy, and I kind of dug that. It was very um, very obscure, you know, almost Lynchian. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. And I really dug that. It was one of those things where it was like, okay, I got to go, I got to get back to this again. I just haven't had a chance. Well, you know, so I was, what I really liked about it is like, you know, because right now, I mean, what we're playing uh, in uh, the mini PU um, or the, the, I forget, I forget what we're calling these things. What, what, what we're able to play in the game right now. Crusader. Um, just call it. Yeah. <laughs> just call it Crusader. When we're in the Crusader, uh, it's, we're not, it's, there's no, um, um, uh, Cohesion is not the word that I want, but it's the only one that will come to my brain. Uh, it, it's not very fluid. I mean, the experience is not very fluid. It's pretty choppy. It's like, okay, we'll go over and we'll do this thing, and then you know, you know, something either happens or it breaks. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, I will say though, um, I, I found the stability to be you know much much better yes. these days. Yes. Um, and and you can get lost in the game once you settle into a groove. I, I agree with you though in that. Um, you know, your narrative, narrative. It doesn't have narrative <clears throat> yeah. right now. I would, I would a hundred percent agree with that. Um, because yeah, cause you kind of load into this, um, this Habakube, 
uh, and you're in your full you know spacesuit, which you can't take your helmet off. And so there are things that kind of limit the 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 narrative and allow allow you to kind of immerse yourself in the in the universe. But I will say that, like, you know, once you get to, like, the security outpost um, and you start kind of digging in to do some PvP, um, you know, if you're out in the asteroid field for a while or, or you know, if you're out doing some stuff, you, you can get sucked in. Like, you, you can see where it's going. Mm-hmm. But I agree. Right now, there, it's, 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 it's a bit disjointed, so it's hard to really kind of um, immerse yourself fully in the game. It's extra sandboxy right now. <laughs> it's I mean, extra, they're, they're, yeah. Nobody likes it's, extra sand. No, no, not especially not in your your space shorts. It gets everywhere. <laughs> so um, uh, anyway, I th- I think that uh, what this um, uh, bad Benny video uh, did a really good job of was creating a narrative yeah. and an immersive sort of a uh, uh, dialogue uh, that you could participate in and. Um, um, be immersed in so and and uh, our sandbox uh, will get to the point where it has that just like poured all over the top of it. Mm-hmm. So, True story. Anyway, so check it out. I will. Uh, I'll post a link to it. It's at thirty nine minutes and fifty three seconds in the uh, in the video. But um, fear not. You don't have to remember that. All you have to remember is to go to the show notes because it's going to be in there. All right. Well, um, you know, it seems like we're we're on a run of ten for the developers here. I think the last uh, three weeks, or the last three out of the last four weeks, we've gotten ten for the developers. Um, but we did get um, a few uh, ten for the chairmen, which you know, Jimmy, are my favorites. I know because when we have concerns, Chris Roberts has answers. He always does. It's it's a beautiful thing. Uh, and uh, what with the man traveling back and forth to the UK so much of late, um, we, we get our 10 fours from him when we can. Um, so I've gone back and gleaned some nuggets from recent episodes. And so here we go. Um, so important question, Jimmy. Where's my Star Marine? Well, obviously it's been canceled. Yes. And so since <laughs> obviously it's been canceled, why do they insist on rubbing that fact into our faces by leaving the Star Marine logo up next to the Arena Commander logo? It's a conspiracy. Their, their cruelty has no limits. No, absolutely. They're just they're just they're just taunting us is what they're doing. It's it's just their cruelty knows no limits. It's conspiracy. It's all bad. It's it's just yeah, it's it's bad juju. Well, actually, um, in, in truth, uh, in episode 75 of 10 for the Chairman, Chris responded to a question about Star Marine, and he said that Star Marine is not now nor never will be canceled. You see, the elements of FPS we have now in-game were ready at the same time all the other assets that made up Star Citizen Alpha 2.0 um, uh, were um, <clears throat> at the same time, were ready at the same time that... that, uh, that 2.0 was ready to go, so they released those together um, as as part of um, as at our first look into um, into the mini PU. Now, as uh, future FPS features do come online, uh, they, those will be included in subsequent releases of of the alpha. And when all of the basic FPS features are complete, then Star Marine will be released into its rightful place next to the arena commander, including lobbies and scoring and all kinds of good stuff like that. And I'm guessing the ability to rent weapons, too, like like we can in arena commander. Yeah. So we'll be able to you know, rent weapons and armors probably so that we can uh, um, uh, you know, try out stuff um, uh, to see if, if we actually want to, uh, to spend real virtual money uh, on it in the, uh, in the persistent universe. Well, I mean, just real briefly, you know, I, I think that something that people kind of fail to see is in regards to a first person shooter combat simulator, which is, you know, basically the, the ground version of, of Arena Commander, um, mm-hmm. it, it's got to work and, and it's got to be relatively feature complete because you want to attract that crowd and you're going to lose, like, with with the flight sim folk, mm-hmm. I think we because space sims were basically dead when when Chris kind of brought you know Star Citizen to life. Mm-hmm. I think people were very um, very interested in the idea of play testing it and allowing it to grow. I don't think you have that luxury with a first person shooter, mm-hmm. and I think that in all sincerity that they're waiting to get it 
right and get it locked down and get it to be tight. Because if you attract first-person shooters and they're, they, they hate it, they'll never come back. Alpha, mm-hmm. beta, it doesn't matter. They won't come back and they'll pan it. But if you, if you drop what they're wanting to drop, which is this kind of you know, next-gen first-person shooter, you know, pulling from like all the great aspects of all other you know, different FPSs and incorporating some new mechanics, people are going to rave about it and you're going to keep them. And so mm-hmm. I, I think you know, I think that they've done the right thing in throwing the stripped-down basic version into the um, into Crusader, into the mini PU, just for the backers to kind of play with and get a feel for, and waiting on the the arena combat specific Star Marine. I think it's right. a very smart play, and I think that it will pay off for them in the long run if they're able to drop something that's solid. Yeah, I I agree. Um, and uh, I think that you know it just sort of it, that's kind of the way that it worked out that it that uh, the mini PU um, has kind of turned into their testing ground for not only for FPS but also for um, uh, uh, the sort of thing that we do in Arena Commander too. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and and I, I think that's great because um, and I, just as a sort of a, a, a tangential aside, um, I was listening to um, Inside the Verse, uh, the, uh, the podcast that the INN guys do, mm-hmm. and uh, they were talking about if um, if this was a normal development environment, at this point in the development process, the most we would be aware of this game, we certainly wouldn't have anything to play. No, and absolutely the most, not. The most that we would be aware of would be uh, something like a 15-second sneak peek from the uh, 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 the speech. Uh, what's his, Gary Oldman's speech? Right, uh, uh, Admiral Bishop. You know, some, something like that. I mean, there would be you know some brief shots of uh, of uh, dogfighting combat, but we we wouldn't be nowhere near close to having the amount of content that we have to actually play with ourselves. Um, we would have none. Yeah, no, no, so, totally. And you know, I know. At, I know. At times, we tend to kind of go on fanboyish and kind of you know wave the flag. And you know, uh, we we tend to not really critique CIG. We tend to give them pretty wide berth. But I, mm-hmm. I think, in all fairness, that the, the reason why we do that is because we we kind of understand. I mean, you're absolutely right. If this was any other game, if this was a um, a game, AAA title, a AAA yeah. title that was you know backed by a, a major publisher. We wouldn't see any of this, you know. Right. And, and you're absolutely right. We may be getting a sneak peek of something. Um, we're we're given a lot more access, and we're given access to something that is not even remotely close to being done. And right. you know, I, what what I find funny is that I think that the vast majority of backers get that, and the vast majority of backers are totally cool with that. It's a lot of people from the outside that are looking in that are like, "Where's the game? Where's the game? Why isn't the game here? Yet? Right. I don't understand what's going." on. And it's just like, dude. This is not. It's not status quo. It's a, it's a different approach. It's a different type of game, and it's a next gen game. You know, yeah. most of the backers kind of get that. I, I I agree. I agree. But you know, the squeaky the squeaky wheels uh, uh, fall loudest in the forest. It's yeah, sure. <laughs> so and so, I felt so much better uh, with uh, having heard that response from Chris. And then in episode seventy six. Uh, he answered another question. Um, the question was, you mentioned last week that the current plan is to continue the development of FPS on the Crusader map, and when the time is right, enable Star Marine with the FPS feature suite functionality implemented at that time. Could you give us your thoughts on the continued development of Arena Commander? Is the continuation of space flight development shifting to Crusader from now on? That's a really good yeah. question. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I don't think I don't think Arena Commander's gotten much love. Um, no, I, I will say this though: if you haven't been in Arena Commander in a while, go in because um, it plays beautifully. Like mm-hmm. it really does. It plays beautifully. You, you've got a lot of the um, spectral effects mm-hmm. that were added into the um, the mini PU. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it looks beautiful. It plays beautiful. Uh, you know, I, I haven't done a lot of multi um, multiplay. You know, with with other players. I've done just a lot of um, uh, Vandal Swarm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it plays and flies beautifully. Well, I, I think that it has benefited from uh, the optimizations that have occurred. Yeah. 
Uh, um, but as far as functionality, there, I don't think there's anything really new. No, no, no. There, there isn't. It, it's just, um, yeah, it, it's just a smoother play experience than than I've ever experienced with Arena Commander. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, what Chris had to say is is that Star Marine and Arena Commander are both pieces of the overall game, and both will be used to train and hone skills for play in the PU. Nothing has been eliminated or is being phased out. Nothing. <laughs> Both Star Marine and Arena Commander will be supported, but are less important right now, yes, that's true, than delivering the experience of the mini PU. So um, the point is, everything's going to be okay, Jimmy. Yes, everything is going to be okay. And it makes sense, too. Um, you know, if, if Star Marine and Arena Commander are your penalty free training simulations, they're not the priority. The priority is right. the Persistent Universe. Getting yes. the Persistent Universe feature complete is much more of a priority than the training simulations. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And speaking of episode 75, um, uh, someone in there asked the question, is someone with an average computer system going to be able to play the game or will we have to have a high-end system? I think this was something that we've sort of brought up from time to time. Hey, hey Gleep. Yeah? Can I stop you right here? I have a bit of a bathroom emergency. You certainly <laughs> may. And what we'll do is I will just edit this part out and we'll pick right up for that. Just start that question over. So we're... I'll be back in two seconds, or a little as soon as I can. Oh, okay, we'll just leave it running. Yeah, yeah, okay. leave it running. Yeah, totally. Okay, bye. Okay. Okay, now that Jimmy's gone, let's get down to business. <laughs> hey, hey, Jimmy, I, I just I just checked my account. Okay. The public test universe is not lit up. <laughs> you almost had me excited for a second. Ugh. God, just you know, I, I need a I need to write a macro that refreshes the page uh, fourteen times a second. Perfect, that would be great. All right, well, um, you know, and we have we've talked a bit about you know concerns that some of us have about having equipment that are going to uh, or equipment that is going to be capable of running uh, not only um, uh, the the latest, greatest, hottest VR gear that's coming up, but also you know the the game itself, and so. Because um, this has, a, you know, Star Citizen has been marketed as a high-end PC game. It's, right. it's lever- leveraging cutting-edge uh, PC technology. Um, so anyway, in, um, in episode 75, someone asked a question about that, which I thought would be uh, useful to bring up. Um, uh, this person said, Is uh, someone with an average computer system going to be able to play the game, or will we have to have a high-end system? And what Chris said is, that optimization is ongoing and nowhere near done. Uh, the game isn't finished yet, but the goal is to get mid-level machines to run the game well, too. So, yes, Virginia, not just high-end machines. Um, now, this begs the question, what is going to be an average machine? Um, uh, you know, and I guess probably more to the point, what will that machine be at the end of this year when Squadron 42 should be out? Um, and then again, at the end of 2017, when we expect the PU to launch, you know, what's it going to be then? Um, and uh, and also, what sort of occurs to me is what with the release of the of the uh, consumer version of the Oculus Rift, and now I think it was as of um, or not the release, but the 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 pre-order sales. Uh, of the Rift, and then I believe it was yesterday or the day before that uh, pre-order sales for the Vive right. um, uh, unit went on sale. Um, uh, and I, my understanding is is that the Vive actually has a slightly higher um, uh, hardware requirement than does the Rift. Yeah, actually, you're a hundred percent correct on that. I was uh, chatting with the misses about that uh, the other day. And also, also, um, uh, you know, just just to uh, to round things out, a, a much higher price tag too. Mm-hmm. So that's true. There, there you go. Um, so anyway, um, you know, how is this going to? I mean, because uh, assuming that um, that VR takes off and does well, there's going to be that that's going to increase demand for higher end components. So. That that will raise the average level of uh, of uh, technology for um, uh, for PCs in general. 
So anyway, um, you know, a, a rising tide lifts all boats except for boats that have holes in them. So um, <laughs> is that the actual saying? <laughs> um, I don't. I, I don't, I don't know. think so. I, I, I don't know. I was an economics major, so I used to say crap like that all the time. Perfect. Um, so, but I, and I wanted to talk a little bit about um, uh, about the rift here, as as long as we're on the subject. Uh, it, it was launched the the the, the PC bundles pre order because um, the 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 rift launch was actually what about a month ago now, uh, but they did um, they did actually launch the uh, pre order or the the PC bundle. So it's you know if you have questions about whether or not your your PC will work, why not just buy a new PC? Um, so, um, and this also brings up a, another question uh, that I think everybody has, um, uh, and that would be um, why, 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 Jimmy, did CIG drop support for VR? Mm. I don't know. Why, 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 why Jimmy, why? <laughs> you all right over there? Yeah. I, you know, I think uh, as far as VR goes, um, you know, if, if you want to run a VR rig, you're going to have to upgrade your computer. There's, there's no getting around that. I, I mean, the, mm-hmm. the, the demands on the PC to be able to effectively run, regardless of which one it is, is going to be high. So, you know, if you're going to run a VR rig, you're going to have to upgrade your, your PC, no question. And in turn, that allows for you to upgrade uh, to uh, or allows for upgrades for Star Citizen. Mm-hmm. Well, but in answer to my question, why did they drop support for VR? Oh, every, everything's been dropped. The, you know, the Star Marine's been dropped. The VR support's been dropped. Oh, the sky's falling, and I'm, I'm just terrified. I can't leave my house. Exactly. They didn't. <laughs> of course they didn't. It's just not a priority. That's I, People seem to confuse a lack of information with oh if i'm not getting information on this every single week then they must have dropped it and it's just like it's just not a priority that's right and in the january subscriber edition of reverse the verse a subscriber asked if there will be official support for vr in the initial release of squadron 42 and that's pretty much what sean tracy said i love sean tracy sean tracy i I wish he lived next door to me because Every time something broke, I would go ask him how to fix it. <laughs> I'm sure that he's really happy he doesn't live next to you for that reason alone. Oh, so many people are, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> but anyway, he said, uh, you know, because it was a very specific question, Squadron 42 release, is there going to be official VR support? And he said he couldn't answer that um, specifically, but that uh, what he could say is that there will be official VR support at some point, and it may be coming in time for the release of Squadron 42. So, um, and, you know, my thought here, too, is I think an important thing to keep in mind, especially, you know, as we, you know, folks are just, you know, are putting carts before horses left and right here. Uh, there, um, uh, Star Citizen is an alpha, and, uh, and Rift's technology, VR technology, um, is entirely new to the consumer electronics market. So, uh, for those folks that are concerned why we don't have VR support now, you know, think about it. How smart would it be to expend any resources at this point on trying to hit a moving target like VR? I mean, it's not even out yet. I mean, it could it could go out day one and completely flop. I mean, not because people don't want it, but because, you know, once it gets out into the wild, they discover problems they never knew existed. Um, so, I mean, why would you want to, you know, pick, a, pick a, the target as it exists now and develop support to that? point um, and then have the whole thing fall apart I mean you got we got so much other stuff to do with this game well right it's now. it's funny because you know people complain about the fact that you know the game's not coming together quick enough or you know where where are the features for the game and then in the same breath asking about things that aren't priority like VR it's mm-hmm. like you know they, they can't do all of it at once. They have to pick their priorities. And yep. Star Marine, Arena Commander, VR, these are things that are not priority. It's the same with ships. There are certain ships that, you know, have been around forever that have that aren't even, you know, in in concept yet. Banu Merchantmen. Yeah. And I get I get the frustration. If you if you if your jam is the Banu Merchantmen, I get the frustration. I would be frustrated too. But Going to a game development cycle, the Banu Merchantman is not a priority. 
and, no. and whereas something like the saber is. Well, and, and let's uh, you know distinguish that when we say it's or when anyone says it's not a priority, that is not the same thing as saying it's not important. No, no, absolutely, absolutely right. It, it doesn't mean that it's any less important. The Bennu Merchantman is is just as much a marquee uh, ship, just as much as, as as any of the other ships. It's something that they want in game. But when you're trying to balance that against getting certain features done, getting Squadron 42 done, uh, the ship priority for Squadron 42, which we all know is going to release before Star Citizen proper releases, unfortunately, the the priorities shift. Yep, yep. And I think they should. I mean, I think that um, uh, it makes much more sense to focus on the task at hand, um, you know, on, on making Star Citizen work on the uh, PC technology that's already been consumer tried and tested, and then maybe uh, shoot for including stuff like VR support around the time that, um, I mean, assuming two years from now that uh, uh, VR has established itself as a thing going forward. Um, at that point, you know, shoot for, for including it at that point when we are uh, expecting uh, Star Citizen, the actual Ta-da! Game to launch. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, once you know, once the consumer version comes out, once it's in the wild, as as you said, you know they're going to have three or four units. You know that they're going to be messing with it on the side, you know, figuring out what's working, what's not working, and what they can do to kind of dial it in. So it, it's going to be worked on. It's going to be something that I I, I mean, for how next gen Star Citizen is, for the envelopes that they're trying to push, of course there's going to be VR support. It just might not be as quick as you'd like it. Right. Right. Exactly. So, all right. Well, um, I, I think we've um, I think we've addressed that, Jimmy. I think we've beat that horse down. I think. I don't so. think it's getting back up again. At least not. <laughs> at least not in this episode. <laughs> um, so, I think the next logical step would be go, to go back to episode seventy six of uh, Ten for the Chairman, and um, uh, we have another. I was, was another good but likely unanswerable question, um, and. Um, I thought this was sort of interesting as long as we're uh, kind of going along the lines of, yeah, but will it work? <laughs> will it work uh, in the real world? Wait, is this and, horse well, still kicking? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Well, sort of. It's a, it's a different part of the horse, though. Um, and uh, the, the person asked, um, how heavy will the bandwidth requirement be for Star Citizen? Um, and uh, Chris's answer, because, you know, you, th- you think about it, we've got all of these, you know, high fidelity assets and right, all right, of right. the... I mean, you think there's got to be a lot of stuff that needs to go back and forth between the client and the um, and the servers. Well, and it's it's so, currently 16 max in the mini PU, and and what, what did they say they wanted to eventually expand it to, like 40? Um, I, I thought it was one million, one million citizens. <laughs> I mean, per instance, yeah, per it was instance, a, a, a much bigger number. Yeah, it was number. it was a much bigger number. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and what Chris said is that, um, uh, well, he said a bunch of stuff that was a little bit too technical for my little brain, but um, he did say that their goal is to make Star Citizen's netcode, and I guess the netcode, that's the thing that does this, um, as good as possible and for it to work as well as that of any other game out there. Um, They are using something called the Dead Reckoning System, which should help them get the amount of network traffic necessary um, to send uh, back and forth, uh, slimmed down to its most parsimonious form. I, I bet you didn't expect the word parsimonious today. No, that's. I'm going to add that to my uh, lexicon. You should. It's a good. It's a good name <laughs> or good word. Um, and so, anyway, uh, uh, these are the problems uh, I think, Jimmy, that we we get out of living on the bleeding edge of new development. Yeehaw. Um, um, so um, I, I think I think you know it's it's one of those things where it's like oh I, I had forgotten that was a potential problem that we have. Um, so the bad the bad news is is oh we got another thing to worry about to fret about to you know to rage about in the forums. The good news is is they're paying attention. Mm-hmm. You know so it's not um, it's um, they will they will figure it out. Hey, how many times did uh, SpaceX crash on on uh, landing? Uh, the Falcon uh, the Falcon Nine. Expensive times. Yes, lots of expensive times to fail. And the thing is, if you don't try, and, and you know, you're going to fail, and eventually you're going to get it right. Exactly. Point. Point being is, things take time. Mm. Ooh, and um, one thing, you know, this and this was something um, uh, back again. We go back in the way back machine to episode seventy-five, um, and this was something that um, I've had on my list here for a few uh, episodes, and we never got to. But I think it is important, uh, especially for us concierge types. 
um, uh, hangar security um, and um, or, or personal hangar security. And the, the question was, will there be a two-step verification login system and when? And uh, the answer, Chris's answer to that was, is, yes, we are working on it now, and it will be coming soon. It will be coming soon, TM. Um, uh, do you have any? Um, I think this is one of those topics that can um, that can really um, uh, polarize people. Do you have any opinions on the uh, two-step verification? I think it's great. I have it for my Blizzard account, and I have it for my uh, Old Republic account. Got the little the little fob that you know pulls up the code, and I think it's great. I got I got no problem with that. I don't know why anybody would. I think some people think that it's like, well, I think it's, you know, sometimes it's, it's people that can't, you know, hold on to their, hey, you can't hold on to your fab. Um, <laughs> they, um, they, they, they literally sit right on top of my desk. They, I, I only play PC games on my PC, so I never have a problem with finding them. I've had my WoW fob for, God, ever. Mm. Yeah, I know um, um, some people have complaints about the Google Authenticator. Okay. Uh, um, which um, I, when I was playing a lot of Guild Wars 2, they tried to in, or, um, um, initiate or um, implement um, two-step verification using the, um, the Google Authenticator. And I could never get it to work. Um, so it was finally, I mean, it was, it was a, a, a voluntary thing. So they said, you know, hey, you know, you don't want to lose your account. So here, um, there's this thing we're doing and it's free and, you know, you should check it out. And um, I eventually had to like um, um, you know send support an email and say hey take this 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 thing off my account it, it just it does not work and they're going oh okay well but well, I was going to go ahead I'm go sorry ahead. Oh, well, I say, but you know in a previous uh, a previous I think it was Ion was it was one of the um, uh, Korean uh, MMOs um, I had you know billions of hours invested in that game and then my account got hacked and um, you know. That was horrible. Oh yeah, that was it was a horrible feeling, and I mean, eventually I did get it back, but it was like a couple of weeks, and you know, of, of you know, emails back and forth, and you know, and you know, we'll prove that you are who you are, and I was like, well, I, you know, how do, what do you want? You want me to like send you a cheek swab? I mean, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. um, but um, but then you know, if we think about it now in in the context of what we have invested into Star Citizen, I mean, this potentially is a ugly ugly epic fail. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the thing is, like, um, you know, with my experience with two-step authentication for, for Blizzard and for Knights of the Old Republic, um, and I don't know if, if CIG is going to go the same direction. It seems logical that they would. Um, I, I've had no issues, um, you know, other than, you know, I have, especially with my World of Warcraft craft fob because I've had that forever or my blizzard mm-hmm. fob um, I have misplaced that once or twice but I learned from that lesson and made sure to keep them where I can find them and I haven't played WoW in forever um, I have access to the uh, the new beta the beta the legions beta or Le- I think mm-hmm. it's legions alpha um, and I might give it a try just for the heck of it but that fob sits on my desk, and I've never had any issues with it. Um, it's worked fine every time. I've never been hacked, um, you know. And so, I, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's. I think it's. There's some value in it, um, and if it's going to allow for our Star Citizen accounts to be that much more secure, mm-hmm. I, I think it's a good thing. Absolutely, absolutely. I I, I couldn't agree more, Jimmy. Well, all right. Well, um, Chris, uh, thank you so much for uh, for all of your uh, thoughts and your wisdom, Chris. Your wisdom, um, and we look forward to seeing you back on uh, on a, on a Monday afternoon sometime soon. Uh, but Jimmy, my favorite show, Reverse the Verse. Mine too. You get so much good bits out of Reverse the Verse. Oh, oh my God. Well, last Friday, um, they talked a bit about uh, a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, they talked about 2.2. Um, as, of, as of that broadcast, um, uh, the go-no-go decision hadn't been made for Friday, the day, last Friday, the 19th. Um, nor had the final, final list of things and features to be included in the patch been finalized. However, a list of things uh, for pretty sure to make the cut were reported as including a new and improved EVA system, um, flyable saber. Do you, do you still have a saber? I do have a saber. I'm very excited to fly it. I bet you are. Uh, Hangar Ready Jean Scout and the beginnings of the reputation system. I found this incredibly interesting. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's bound to disappoint in its first iteration. Of course, but I'm 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 excited for it just to be there at all. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the introduction of swappable power plants and coolers for our ships. So, um, and, and a bunch of uh, behind-the-scenes tweakings and fixings. So, here's here's an interesting question: uh, If mm-hmm. they're going to be introducing swappable power plants and coolers, are they going to be mm-hmm. introducing them to Arena Commander, or are they going to allow for them to be uh, swappable in Crusader? And and if they are swappable in Crusader, does that now mean that we can customize our weapons? That was um, that's my hope um, uh, that uh, they were going to um, uh, as part of this implementation, and I think they made mention of this that they were going to fix some of the broken stuff that's already there associated with uh, 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 swapping or you know uh, customizing your uh, your loadout. Oh, the hollow table is a hot mess right now. Oh, it's a nightmare. It really is. Just, I, like I don't even bother anymore. I'm just like no, like I, I'm not even going to bother with it. Yeah, yeah, it's um, um, I you know, it's, and I've like I've rented stuff that I can't I can't uh, um, put on my um, mm-hmm. rented weapons. Yep. That I can't equip on my ship. Pulling and, uh, pulling weapons off and trying to gimbal them and putting weapons back on. Um, although I will say I I was in, um, I was in game Saturday night and I did a little bit of arena time and I don't know if they did like a little hot fix or or what, but. Swapping, uh, pulling the weapons off and uh, putting the gimbals onto my Avenger actually worked, which was shocking. Yeah, because really? it hasn't the last like three or four times I've tried. Oh well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for a, a um, some improvement. Yeah, no, absolutely. The hollow table, and they know it. They know the hollow table is a nightmare. Um, yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to another iteration of that. It, just in general, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, when 2.2 goes to the live servers, uh, they are going to put both the Saber and the Scout uh, back on sale for a limited time. Cool. So um, that, that's exciting for folks that uh, that um, uh, failed to pull the trigger when uh, when these things came around last time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, But prior to going to live, we have to go to the PTU, and they've gone back to the, uh, the wave system of PTU invitations. And I'm not sure why this is, but I'm guessing it has something to do with uh, there being so much new stuff as opposed to just fixes to existing assets and systems that they want to be able to see how these these new items uh, behave with smaller numbers pounding on them before uh, letting letting the whole fam damn in on it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And it'll it'll be like the last huge patch where, you know, um, or, or I should say when 2.0 went live, where they did it in stages and then they just put out hot fix after hot fix after hot fix after hot fix. Um, yeah. I remember when 2.0 came out, um, it was virtually unplayable um, yeah. on the PTU. I mean, it was just a nightmare um, compared to and compared to where it is now, where now it's pretty stable. Um, I, there aren't I, there aren't a whole lot of bugs, um, and the ones that I've run into haven't completely crashed the game on me. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit in the next show. Yeah. But I, I think that the thing that we mostly run into is uh, 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 trouble getting into the same instance. Yeah, 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 still. yeah. It's yeah, yeah, that's still got a long ways to go. Yeah. Um, and uh, they discussed, we have some new ships coming soon, TM. Crazy. Uh, the, the Drake Buccaneer, which is the pirate uh, interceptor. Um, and then uh, the Drake Dragonfly, which is going to be our space motorcycle. I've also heard it described as an Iron Man suit. So, um, Ooh. Yeah. Um, and um, and then uh, the they uh, clarified a little bit that the Corvette, which has been um, uh, discussed periodically of late, will be manufactured by RSI and has a working name of Polaris. Interesting. Uh, and now it is a capital class ship, uh, which means it's going to be big um, and likely not real cheap. I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, going to say not real cheap. You think yeah. um, you think the Dragonfly is going to tie into the boarding vessels? The boarding ship that they've been talking about. Well, um, I I heard um, somewhere, and I don't remember where um, it discussed that uh, there's going to be some connection between the uh, the Dragonfly, the Buccaneer, and the um, uh, Caterpillar. Okay. So the Drake Caterpillar, and so like the idea I think is you know because you know you've heard the Caterpillar um, uh, discussed in context of being a, um, a sort of a pirate ship chop shop sort of thing. Right, right. 
So I think um, what fo- at least folks are, are suspecting or hoping for is that you will be able to have a, a whole crew of, of, uh, of ne'er-do-wells um, uh, in, in dragonfly uh, uh, suits right. or on dragonfly motorcycles. You know, think, uh, think Waterworld and the smokers. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, um, that uh, you open up the side door on the caterpillar and they go buzzing out and um, uh, swarm a ship and and uh, and uh, hijack it. So Drake, um, we don't make pirate ships. No, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, you do. Yeah, you <laughs> we, do. I mean, I know it's named the Buccaneer, but it's not a pirate ship. We would never. Uh huh. Yeah, Drake. Right. Yeah, and I'm I'm wondering maybe if um, how the Buccaneer, um, if at all, is going to affect the Cutlass, the yeah. Great Cutlass. I mean, because I have a I have a um, a red, um, so I'm, I'm not really interested in in the piratey parts of it. But um, um, I know a lot of folks have had uh, complaints about the um, about the black. And, well, yeah, uh, I think saying, the red the red and the blue definitely have um, have their place. At this point, mm-hmm. maybe the blue, maybe not as much, but the red definitely has its place, especially as um, a ship that you can park in the Endeavor. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I would say that, that the red is, is definitely got a solid um, playability to it. Um, but, yeah, I would agree. The black is kind of like, you know, what's what's its purpose now? Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be sort of a sort of a bigger brother to the um, to the Buccaneer or. Um, yeah. We'll see. I mean, or maybe you know, it'll, instead it will just sort of turn into um, um, the um, uh, you know a, a small cargo ship. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. All right. Well, um, uh, I did want to before we uh, before we leave, I did want to mention uh, ten for the developers uh, episodes four and five. Uh, we got episode six today uh, come out uh, with. Uh, with uh, our our buddy Darian and uh, some other guy whose face I don't recognize, but um, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the guy whose face you don't recognize feels great right now. Yeah, I, he's not listening. Um, Maybe he is. I, 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 I know. I know you have dreams, Jimmy, but he's he's not. Listening. <laughs> but anyway, in episodes Lando, four, and- Lando, tweet me, tweet me, Lando, tweet me. <laughs> Oh, Sorry, gosh. Uh, Lan- Lando. Lando just had a, a really good tweet, which um, I will uh, go go search uh, Lando's Twitter for uh, a um, uh, the script from a conversation between him and his dad about perfect uh, about about spaceships. It's pretty cool. But anyway, um, uh, in episode four with uh, Steve Bender, who is the animation director, and Sean Tracy, my favorite technical director guy. Um, if for no other reason, watch this episode because these two guys are hilarious together i mean it i just side splittingly funny um and that, that could be just my sense of humor but they're um, um they they threw in um a, a bill and ted's iron maiden guitar riff you know i mean and anytime you can do that you know you're um, that's good times you're, uh, you're good in my book um and uh so the one of the questions they they uh, fielded was uh, we've been told that having variable character heights won't be a feature of star citizen um, what about character width? Um, are there other ways that CIG plans on allowing us to enhance or diminish the sense of physical presence of our characters? And uh, I know this is a, a topic we could probably get into for hours. But oh, yeah, totally. I, I think that, um, uh, uh, again, sort of like we were discussing earlier, uh, the important thing is that they realize right now that there are limitations. And I guess the, the, the skeleton, which they're using for generating all of the character animations right now, is one size. Right. And so I think we're going to be limited to a one-size-fits-all um, situation. for. Because right I mean, I'm, I'm a Muppet. I want to be two-foot three you know <laughs> at the most but it's i'm gonna have to be just as tall as everybody else for a while um and um uh and it's the reason i bring it up is it's not it's not because they designed it this way it's a limitation in CryEngine, and it's something that they're dealing with in CryEngine. and like the other things we've talked about before yes it is important but right now it's not a priority and um, um hopefully they said you know someday there are going to be there there will be fixes made someday you know soon tm um and uh, one thing I, I definitely wanted to mention was, uh, as a side note, uh, and if you if you watch nothing else, go to the end of, of episode uh, four and uh, watch them the, discuss uh, the org that Steve uh, Steve Bender is in. It's called the Simeon Order Org, 
And um, uh, it's very cool. Their motto is, may the light of the ghost monkey shine upon you. Oh. And uh, definitely check out their um, their org page. I'll, I'll post a link to it in the notes. Um, just great over-the-top humor and... Um, uh, it was it was pretty funny because I think the question how it came up was someone asked the question what do you plan on doing in game, and Steve went first and he said oh we got this this organ it's the uh, the uh, Simeon Order and uh, you know we're going to do this really cool thing and this really cool thing um, I think they do like search and rescue and um, uh, information they do information and personnel extraction I believe it was and um, which you know sounds sounds exciting and uh, by the end of um, of Steve's explanation of, of the org, um, uh, Sean said, I, I can't even remember what it was that I wanted to do in this game. All I want to do now is just join your org and be a part of that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So definitely check that out. And finally, in episode five, we had uh, Vincent Sinatra, uh, who is a new face I, I didn't really recognize. He's a QA lead. And then our old buddy Randy Vasquez, speaking of the Caterpillar, who is now associate producer. Um, and uh, the question was, does uh, causing chaos and havoc in the PTU actually help test the game? And unfortunately, the answer is yes, it does. Um, however, <coughs> excuse me, this always upsets me. Um, that is not an excuse for griefing. Um, instead, what you should do is you, if you have an interesting idea for something crazy to do, um, you know, Hook up with some people in um, in your instance and say, "Hey, I've got a, an, an idea to do this crazy thing. Who's in to join us?" Um, and uh, I think folks would be surprised because uh, I know last night. We'll again we'll talk about it in the next show. But last night we were trying to get guys um, uh, together into the same instance, and uh, we kept topping out the instance. We couldn't get anybody else in, and so um, I think it was Mac Virus um, who had the idea and, and just said. You know, let's just ask people that if they're playing solo, would they mind leaving the instance so that we can get some of our, our friends in? And um, there were three or four people that said, yeah, sure, I got no problem with that. That's you know, cool. Which I thought was just That's exceedingly really cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, Exceedingly totally. cool. That makes sense. I mean, you know, you, you can if you're playing by yourself, you can, with a relative amount of ease, get back into a different instance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So anyway, point here is that, yes, I mean, do, you know, think of imaginative things to do. Not only is it fun uh, to do that kind of stuff with your friends, given, you know, sort of the limited options that we do have available to us at, uh, at this point. You know, it, it makes playing the game funner. But then also, you know, it is helping them test stuff. But you know what? Do it nice. Play nice. Ask people, say, hey, you know, would you mind if I if I blow up your constellation, you know, <laughs> by, you know, by uh, by flying my M50 into the back of it really fast? You know, I mean, just don't don't just like do that because that, you know, that's that's no fun for anyone. Well, actually, it's probably fun for the griefer guy. But, you know, we've got a reputation system coming. So watch out, Mr. Man. We're, we've got our eyes on you. All right. Well, uh, Jimmy, I think that about covers it. Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty good for a slow news week leap. It's nice to have yeah. you back. Yeah, it's good to be back. Um, so we got uh, we're looking for that PTU. Let me here. I'm going to refresh. Don't. Oh, oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not pooping you, Jimmy. It did go. It did go yellow. Oh my god. I'm copying my account to the PTU. <gasps> oh, OMG. I just opened... I, okay, I'm not kidding. I just opened my mailbox, and I have an invite to 2.2.0 PTU playtest. <laughs> did, did you get an invite? Go check your mailbox. Wow, this is happening I, I, in real time. It's so exciting. I did copy my account to the PTU. I don't have the invite yet. I got the invite. See? All that bug testing pays off, folks. Yes, it oh, does. Oh, I am so going to be patching in a little bit. <gasps> it just hit. It just hit. You got, oh God, you got your that? email? I got my email. All right, the show's over. Um, <laughs> okay, we're done. Right. Goodbye. Engine.com, site hosting needs, go there. Ronald Jenkins, God love him. Go there, too. Uh, no. All right. Uh, be sure to check out Star Citizen, or I'm sorry, Star Citizen the Base Radio at radio.starcitizenbase.com, where you can find a rebroadcast of the previous week's first cast every Saturday afternoon. You can reach the podcast by email at comms at versecast.org. On Twitter, we are at versecast. Be sure to use the hashtag TGWS. Our RSI Star Citizen organization can be found at robertspaceindustries.com slash orgs slash versecast. Please upvote us there on the RSI Community Hub and in the Podcast and Deep Space Radar sections. Links to these are in the show notes. On Steam, we are those guys with ships. And please, please, please do be sure to check us out at our 
gaming community website, which is, of course, versecast.org. All right, say goodnight, Gracie. My name is Gleep, and all my contact information is in the show notes. Jimmy? Huh? What? I, oh, I'm sorry. I was busy tweeting that I got my invite to, to the PTU. <laughs> is the show over? Um, mostly. <laughs> um, all my contact uh, info, of course, is in the show notes. Um, if you don't know by now, I'm most chatty over on Twitter. Uh, and then every Thursday night and Saturday afternoon, um, I do a broadcast uh, called Quantum Drive on the base radio. It's a mix of lore and music. Um, it's good times. Have lots of fun doing it. And, uh, yeah, let's wrap this up because i got a patch to, to install. <laughs> all right. Well, until next time, then, we are those guys with ships, and this has been the Versecast. See you guys. Yeah. We're not lying. It actually did happen live on the show. That's so crazy. What, like, it, I, yeah, I was laughing at you for refreshing, so I'm like, that's never going to happen. And then, sure enough, when you were like, oh, I went and checked my mail, and there it was. Magic. <laughs> it's just serendipity. It's good radio. You, you, you can't pay for that kind of radio. You, you can't, especially when it's free.